Orange County Register and OCVarsity.com. And I'm joined again with my Trinity League partner here, Scott Barajas, former publisher of the Gridiron Magazine in Orange County. Scott, we are uh, through one round of the Trinity League. It was outstanding. And how are you doing this evening as we uh, get ready for round two? I'm doing pretty good, Dan. Um, it was just another week of crazy games, a lot of action. Um, not many surprises, maybe one, but, you know, still early in the, in the uh, year, so we'll see what happens. Well, the Trinity League is something else uh, for me. I, I, uh, I was at the Servite uh, rally against St. John Bosco, and I'm sorry, against uh, uh, Jay Sarah. It was at uh, Cerritos College. And I, I got some video of that uh, f- finale, so if any of the football fans um, would like to see those last two plays uh, by Servite to win that game 39-38, they are on ocvarsity.com. I did the best with my... Uh, with my new uh, iPhone 6, but I was happy to capture it and share it and got some post-game interview on video, too, so that's there. But it was a thrilling game over at Cerritos College. Again, 39-38. I mean, how it doesn't get much better than that, you know, Servite scoring in, in the uh, final six seconds, uh, six seconds left to win that. I know you saw the, uh, the modern-day uh, game, a ton of offense. Uh, I think... Um, do those teams combine for how many total yards, Scott? Do you, do you know? <laughs> uh, I, I didn't rack that one up. Um, I want to say it was probably close to, well, Mother had close to 500 pass. Well, GT was 446. Lamar's was 185. 285 passing for Orange Lou. They had another 200 rushing. So it was, what, close to 1,000? Yeah, I think. A little under. I, I think you're right. I mean, I think I saw the stat was something like about 1,200 yards of uh, offense in that game because you know Orange Lutheran racked up some yards as well, and that was a uh, that was a fantastic game you were at. Um, and then the, you know that Bosco uh, Santa Margarita game just got out of hand. You know Bosco putting up 62 points uh, down there at Saddleback College. But, uh, Scott, let's start this podcast. Uh, again, I want to uh, thank all the football fans that are uh, continue to, to listen to our podcast and hear the uh, insights from Scott Barajas and, and myself. And I will say mostly, Scott, you're doing a great job. Um, appreciate that. And we also want to credit the, uh, the you know, a little snippet of music we were playing. is from the, the Orange Lutheran um, drum line from earlier this season against uh, Centennial. But, uh, but Scott, what do you think was the you know the most surprising result? Uh, you know, we just did a little mini recap, but if you had to say the most surprising result, what would it be? I, I, I'm gonna go with Survive pulling out that win, coming from behind. Um, when you you know when I was you know following that game, um, you know through scores and everybody's uh, social media, it, it looked like Jay Sarah had that one in the bag and. You know, Servite gets that, I believe they did get a short kickoff, um, and then they marched it down on those last two plays, and the Simpson scrambled and got in for the, you know, for the winner, and then they go for two. So, I, I, you know, I think that was, you know, probably the most surprising result for me. Yeah, they actually, they drove, drove, drove 80 yards in the last 35 seconds. You know, uh, Jay, oh, Sarah, Jerry, Jay Sarah had scored 
on a uh, nice screen pass to Avery Williams. Avery Williams, by the way, the running back from Jay Sarah looked. He looked all county caliber. He was outstanding uh, running the ball, and especially in the first half. I think they actually, Jay Sarah, my analyst analysis would be that they ran too much in the first half and they didn't have enough left in the second half. I think they, they, they ran about 25 times in the first half. Um, and maybe 10 times in the second half. Maybe it's 20 times in the first half, but I think they ran Avery way too much. Um, but yeah, Jay Sarah was up by 10 points in the second half in that game, and um, they just couldn't didn't clear. And, and, and Survive just showed tremendous fight. You know, remember they were picked. You know, the register, our register preview, picked. Uh, they were picked to, to be last, yeah. and people were wondering if they were going to even win one league game. In, in, in the league, uh, in the Trinity League. And they got got it at the W against the undefeated Jay Sarah team. Um, but we had questions about Jay Sarah, didn't we, Scott? We weren't sure how good they were. But they were right there in this game. I think they're solid. But, uh, you know, they, you know we're going to be talking more about, um, about them. Um, what about uh, this, uh, Scott? Who do you think had the, the most? What's what's the most important thing you think we did learn uh, in the in the first round of games? I that Bosco, Monterey, and Orchelu separated themselves from the rest of the league. I mean, I think they're from what I've seen is that they're clearly the top three. I know it's tough to judge Santa Margarita after playing Bosco, but the Eagles haven't looked very solid the past few weeks. And G Sierra might not be the same, might not have the same magic as it did last year um, after they went 5 0 in league. But then this year, you know, they come out and, you know, drop the loss to Servite. So, um, you know, they've been, you know, Servite's been competitive in games. So, you know, I, but I think that's what we've, what I've, what I've learned is that, you know, I think it's pretty much even with losing that game, they could have easily won that game against Modern Day. But I think Bosco, Modern Day, Orange are definitely the top three in the league. Yeah, interesting. That's interesting, Scott. I think, I, I, to me, I was a little surprised, I think, as far as what I learned, um, I, I, I think I learned maybe that Santa Margarita isn't as good as I thought they were going to be this year. Where you know I I thought they were legitimately a you know a contender to be number one in Orange County. I don't know if they can get back there. I I, I looked at that um, that they could make a run and get hot, um, but I kind of thought they'd lose this game. Maybe now Santa Margarita can get on the roll and they can be that kind of a top team if they can knock off a bunch of true league teams. But you know. I think they've uh, sputtered a little bit, and that's concerning. And I think what I learned, I think that uh, Servite's a little bit better than I thought. And I think uh, Jay Sarah uh, is about what I thought. They're, they're, they're solid. Um, they're very well coached. They're just they're playing a ton, uh, Scott. It was amazing how many guys they were playing both ways. They have so many of their linemen, that, uh, their outstanding offensive linemen that they're rotating in um, on the defensive line. It was, I mean, I saw three or four of them. Um, and then they were cramping up, all these guys going both ways. Um, they schemed real well, but, you know, they're not a, when they pass, um, they were shovel passes, they were screen passes, 
Uh, they even did it, you know, uh, you know it's, a, it's a misdirection play on a pass. Um, it was a double pass. It wasn't the traditional... Traditional down the field. You know, not, not much downfield, you know... Um, so I, I, I believe I learned that. Any uh, any thoughts on that stuff, Scott? No, that's that's pretty much what I what I got on Jay Sarah, that they were on their offensive line. Um, then when you look at it, you know, playing those two quarterbacks, I mean, they pretty much you know they dink and dunk and 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 you know get the yards where they can and, and just and rely on Williams, and then hopefully the, that their defense you know comes through. I I was kind of I'm surprised I wasn't. Wasn't didn't know that they were they were playing their offensive line on the defensive line as much, but I know they did have. I did know they do lost they lost two defensive linemen to transfers um, earlier in the year that were D line players, so that probably took a, took a toll on them having to play those guys in both ways. So. Yeah, you know, what I had spotted was, and I know things can change, you know, but the last time I had really talked to Jay Sarah. You know, they talked to like um, talked to him about like Luke Wattenberg, their uh, outstanding tackle who's committed to Washington. Um, he was gonna he was telling me he was gonna play you know uh, goal line defense, but he he was he, I saw him playing you know quite a bit during the first half, second half. I saw Nick Harris going um, both ways. There was another offensive lineman going both ways. So, um, but we knew that they didn't have many guys back. Um, on defense, but that's what they're trying to do, and it's just tough in the Trinity League. I mean, that's that's a point that you've uh, actually been consistently on, and I would say correct. It is sure, uh, and you've made that point uh, on our podcast throughout. Uh, you know, you probably said it three or four times. Very hard to go two ways in the Trinity League, and I, I think that is a perfect you know, case where, and it was a hot evening at Cerritos, but they had some guys cramping up. But just physically, I just, you know, Jay Sarah couldn't finish, and I just wonder, you know, I would say that they, you know, maybe that two-way action was tough for them. Yeah, it does take its toll. Well, you kind of talked about, you know, who who you think's in the best shape uh, after the first round. You mentioned uh, Orange Lutheran with how they played so tough against Modern Day, and then you got Modern Day. St. John Bosco, so we got that covered. You know, um, how about a uh, offensive player of the week? Do you, you, uh, do you have somebody on your? You obviously saw uh, JT Daniels from from the freshman quarterback at, at uh, Modern Day light it up. Yeah, I would have to say with JT, you know, gets my player of the week. Not, um, I mean, he just did a tremendous job in that game. Where, you know, I, I, Fryer mentioned it best too. That, you know, his poise and, you know, under pressure, he never looked rattled. He never looked, you know, he was always calm. Um, you know, he just did his thing, as he, as he always says. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens this coming week because, I mean, it's just another step up the ladder, you know, going against, you know, against some speed and, you know, guys that, you know, will come after him. So, but, you know, he guided, you know, modern day, you know, plays when they needed it. I think he was, they were seven of nine scoring, you know, on their scoring drives, you know, and then tossing the 446 and the four TDs and then getting that last touchdown, you know, pulling it and running it in. So, well, yeah, that's a, there's a good one. I'll, uh, I'll give a quick mention, you know, uh, from your game, Jedediah Smith, the linebacker from modern day, I think we've mentioned before on the podcast, 
had 16 total tackles. Um, that was an impressive effort on the defensive side. But, you know, offensively, I'll give a quick nod out to to St. John Bosco. You know, obviously they, they put up, um, you know, 590 yards of offense. And one guy, I got to see some of the highlights, uh, one of the receivers who, and I think you mentioned them before, who looked really good, a senior wide receiver from uh, St. John Bosco was uh, Devin Fleming. He, he had four catches, 196. He had some serious moves, uh, some jukes. He, he made some of the, the in Jason, Santa Margarita had a, had a tough go uh, with the, uh, the tackling, some of that athleticism. Once the Bosco Braves had some of their athletes in space in the secondary where they had to wrap up, you, if they don't make the tackle, the guys are gone. If you don't close, uh, you know, um, and wrap up and hold on until you get some help, um, those guys are going to the house. So I'll, I'll put out a quick word to him. Um, hey, Scott, let's look at some of the games this week. Um, you know, it's obviously, uh, let's, we have to start with, you know, the game of the week and, you know, uh, maybe the biggest uh, game of the Trinity League season is coming up um, this Friday night. This is uh, October 16th. It's going to be at the Santa Ana Bowl, 7 o'clock. St. John Bosco, defending Trinity League champs, come in to take on modern day. Both teams 1-0 in the uh, Trinity League, and both teams are undefeated as well. Um, you know, these both these teams are 6-0. Number one in Orange County, and then you got, uh, you know, these two teams are right there in the Pac-5 as well. Um, for modern day number one in Orange County, there's been some smack talk already. I don't know if you've caught some of this, but what's your thoughts on this game? No, I, well, you have to fill me in on that. Uh, I didn't hear anything about that yet, but as far as this game being, it is being touted as game of the week. Um, you know, but most most people are going to give that nod to Bosco, basing it on their offense. You know, they're actually saying that it's reminiscent of the 2013 offensive machine. Um, so, you know, we'll have to see, um, you know, with with MD's defense allowing more points this year and big plays than they have been, you know, you know that may be the difference. Um, but you know, modern day's offense can score, and you know, you know they're going to be able to see if they be able to move the ball. Um, but it's also going to be their best, their best defensive challenge. Likewise for Bosco, you know, modern day is going to have to play follow, flawless on offense and you know create multiple turnovers. On defense, so um, the offense was flawless in the Olu game, but the defense was far from from being flawless. So you know, MD can put pressure on Davis, you know, which nobody has been able to do at all. Um, it, you know, we'll see if it's a it might be a long night, but you're also going to have to um, keep into account of McGrew because McGrew is only he's only been averaging like 10 carries a game for like 115 yards. You know, so he hasn't exploded, and I know he has hurt modern day the past two times that they played him. Right. Um, so, you know, we'll just have to, you know, to wait and see on that one. And, you know, Bosco is pretty much, um, you know, they're going to have to, modern day's going to have to store their scoring runs um, because they're both teams. This is another key stat. Both teams have had like third quarter surges. I mean, Bosco has outscored their opponents. 69 to 7 in the last three games. And then Modern Day has outscored their opponent in the third quarter 56 to 22. You know, so for both teams, you know, you know, to 
come out and um, you know that that third quarter is going to be a key stat to watch for. Um, but in the end, I don't know. I, I just think Modern Bosco is going to be able to you know put too much points up. You know, like I said, you know, I, I'm not going to give a score, but I think it, you know it'll you know it'll be close. But you know, in the end, I think you know. But like I said, Modern has got to play.
Glasgow players were talking on the sidelines uh, at the end or about uh, they're here to hand out uh, L's, you know, L's for losses. They're here to hand out L's, and modern day is next. So you can, I'm sure Bruce Rollinson and somebody's getting all this stuff to modern day. We got Travion Beck saying, hey, bring on Centennial before we play modern day. And they're saying on the videos, uh, modern day is next. I mean, that is just going to. That's going to fire up modern day. Yeah, that's, um, you know, a lot of the interesting thing is a lot of these guys are friends. A lot of these guys play, you know, play, you know, youth, youth leagues together and they see each other at these camps and, and they're on their Twitter. So, you know, back and, you know, back and forth. So I'm pretty sure that they all, you know, you know, know about it already. And, um, you know, it, it, we'll see what happens. Um, but it's definitely bulletin board material, um, you know. But a lot of the times, you know, you know, Trevion, he likes to talk. Um, but uh, he, he, and I think he did it last year. But you know, uh, but he likes to he thinks he can back it up. And if you back it up, then you know, more power to you. But you know, hopefully, it'll just be a, you know a good game, and um, you know, then they'll be able to to. to uh, laugh and talk about it afterwards. Yeah. Well, one thing I, I would ex- ex- expect modern day to, to score more than 14 points, and I say 14 points because that's the most anybody I think has scored against Bosco. Maybe it's 17, but I think it's 14. That's the most they've given up um, as I check the stats real quick. But I think that modern day offense, you know, we'll really get a uh, 17 actually in their 66-17 to 17 victory over uh, Central Catholic of uh, Oregon. But I think I think modern day is gonna. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they can get thirty on Bosco. So I, I, no, I, I, that's yeah, that's that's about what I have twenty eight thirty five. But you know, can you hold Bosco? Yeah. You know, you know under what are they? I don't think they've been under fifty all year. So you know, we'll see. No, they 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 haven't. Their their lowest is fifty five points. So um, so you're picking Bosco. Okay. Well, let's pick a couple of these quick games here. Um, you know, I think the second best game, um, you know, of the night is Servite, uh, and they're going to be back at Cerritos College, side of that, you know, dramatic 39-38 victory over Santa Margarita, I'm sorry, excuse me, against Jay Sarah last week. Now, Servite, 1-0 league, takes on Orange Lutheran, 0-1, coming off that, you know, tight loss against um, Modern Day. What's your take on this game? I mean, Servite's pretty much got to be riding a high off of that last week's win. Um, but it's going to be a stiff challenge with, you know, coming in, you know, with the only team that just, you know, was hitting all cylinders, you know, in that modern day game. Um, if it wasn't for, you know, a couple of stops, you know, they could have been on the other side of, of uh, the uh, win. So I can't see, you know, Servite defending and containing McKinley and Northington.
some injury. I don't know. I, I think somebody said he, he injured his uh, hamstring. Right. So that's why Simpson came back in, came in um, because I think they like to start out with Lionel and then bring Simpson off the bench to get a, you know a spark. So you know I don't know if Simpson's going to get the start, but uh, I think Olu. Um, unless they have a total breakdown, you know I think they're going to you know win this one. Well, this is interesting. You know, one thing I should say, you know, back to what I learned on uh, on Servite, um, Terrell Bynum is an excellent receiver. Um, he he was outstanding, especially late in that game. He 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 has some work to do on his kickoff returns. They, they you know that's there's an area you know they gave him a lot of kickoff returns, and actually when they stopped um, returning, maybe it was just great credit to the J. Sarah kickoff coverage, which, they, you know, they contained them very well. Once they stopped kicking, uh, having Terrell do the kickoffs and let him place just receiver, he did a lot better, I think, in the second half. But I learned that, um, that Michael Bandy is, uh, a, a very good receiver, a lot better than I thought. Um, he was impressive. Aaron Simpson impressed me. And, um, but this is another tall task for Survey, another outstanding running back, right? You saw the, uh, the uh, Dominic Austin did outstanding against Modern Day, right? He did. He, he didn't hurt them as much as I thought uh, McKinney okay. and Northington did. Uh, they were in that fly sleep with McKinney, and he gets around that corner, and I mean he's gone. I mean, I mean they they gave that play gave Modern Day fits, and then Northington same with with you know with the, with you know keeping it rolling out. And he threw better than I thought he had. And he did. He's, he's improved a whole lot. Um, and uh, see, that's the thing with Dorange Blue is that they were they are actually balanced because they ran. They didn't. The last few years, I remember Dorange Blue being more run than the pass, and they're actually balanced. And they will throw the ball, and I think that's what kept you know Monterey on their heels. But um, hopefully, they you know they that. Um, you know, they'll be able to make some defensive stops and, um, and you know, be right into, in the end. Yeah. The Servite offense impressed me. There's there was a couple drives where they just were quick three outs, and, and there was a couple, and it's and it's some of their drives where they just uh, handoff, handoff, you know, same play like twice in a row up the middle, and then they're then they're in third and long, and, and that drives over quickly, you know. So they have a couple of drives that just don't look great. They don't, you know, you kind of wonder what's going on offensively. And then all of a sudden they're play action with Aaron Simpson and he's play action, takes a couple steps and throwing on the run off his, you know, front foot or something and throwing it 40 yards. But, um, so, you know, they got, they, you know, they, I think their receivers are better than I thought. They actually, and, and they only did it one time. But I saw uh, Doherty uh, played some uh, tight end, and uh, he had a nice catch over the middle. You know, obviously his brother is uh, outstanding, you know, hybrid tight end at UCLA. I thought they should probably do a lot more of that, um, but they only threw them one time I, where I saw. But um, who's your who's your pick in this game? Uh, I'm going to go with Orange turn. Uh, this is a tough game for me to pick. Um, I can certainly see that. Um you know, uh, I think this could be another shootout game. I think uh, I think I think going to find a way um, to score some points against Orange Lutheran. Um, Orange Lutheran's defense, 
they've given up a lot of points. Um, but I think I, I, I think I tend to agree with you. I think somehow um, Orange Lutheran's going to, uh, you know, squeeze out a victory. I think it's going to be really close, though. And I won't be surprised if, if the magic continues for Servite. But I think they uh, huge win from last week. But I don't think they. Uh, I don't know if they got enough to get uh, Olu, who's got you know. Uh, Obviously, got you know a big confidence booster. I think probably with how well they played against Modern Day, but that's going to be a great game. And then the last game, uh, Scott, you know it's uh, Santa Margarita is back home at Saddleback College, taking on Jay Sarah. So both of these teams are 0-1. I think as you said, you don't want to be 0-2 going into the Trinity League starting out. No, not at all. But uh, this is you know. You could say, I mean, do you see this as a must-win uh, for both teams? And what's your thoughts on this game? Yeah, I, I, I want to say it's like a must-win um, based on the way the schedule, the way the scheduling is, um, the way you look at it, um, based on who's playing who in the next few weeks. Um, but uh, you know, I, I, I think you know Santa Margarita will have enough to pull this one out. Uh, if you get Costello back on track with this passing game, um, you know, unless you know JC or you know has an awesome pass rush, you know that may be that may offset and keep them in the ball game. Um, but I don't know how that you know affect how effective he's going to be next week because of uh, his, I think he, he injured his ankle in the Bosco game and from the from the. Uh, highlights that I saw, he did not look very good mobile-wise. He looked, you know, half the speed that he normally is, and uh, it made it difficult to try to make plays. Um, but I think, you know, you know, for Jay Sarah to win, you know, they're going to have to keep doing the same thing they've been doing, you know, which is pounding ground and, and then try, just trying to win, you know, with their, you know, their defense to keep them in the ball games. But I, I, you know, I think, you know, Santa Margarita has the ability to open the ball cup game up, and um, and so I'm going to go with Santa Margarita on this. <laughs> well, I'm, you know, I think Santa Margarita could be in a little trouble. Um, and I think for Jay Sarah, they kind of, that was kind of like their first game last week, you know, their real first legit game. So I, I, I kind of expect them to make a lot of adjustments and a lot of quick improvement in one week. They, they were pretty upset walking off the field there at Cerritos College. So I'm thinking that Jay Sarah is going to somehow bounce back and win that game. Um, they're going to try to really keep the ball out of, you know, KJ's hands. Um, I think they're going to make some, some smart adjustments and um, shore up some things. So I'm picking Jay Sarah. So that will be the one game that we, uh, we uh, disagree with. So um, you're going with Santa Margarita. I'm going with Jay Sarah. Alrighty. So, well, Scott, we are uh, we've gotten through it. Uh, first round has certainly given us a lot to talk about. A lot more uh, exciting games. You're going to be at uh, the Modern Day Bosco game. So, uh, how are you uh, you're going to be getting there early for that one? I mean, that's going to be a, quite a scene over there at San Diego Stadium. Yeah. Yes, I will. I will get there. I'm going to be there early for that one. Yeah. So that should be an outstanding game. I think it's going to be live-streamed as well. I'm going to be checking out um, some South County, uh, South Coast League football. I haven't seen 
Mission Viejo, so I'm going to go check out the Diablos against DeSoro. So I'm going to be taking a week off from the Trinity League, believe it or not. Um, and uh, But I'm sure I'll be back uh, back again. I certainly uh, was entertained uh, in the first round. So um, well, thanks again to all the football fans that have uh, joined us for this uh, Trinity League football podcast. Um, from inside and outside of Orange County, we, we appreciate you guys uh, listening to us. And um, all our broadcasts or uh, podcasts are, are archived, so you can check out uh, previous uh, podcasts that we've been doing all season. So, um, Scott, I uh, definitely enjoyed uh, talking to you tonight and uh, looking forward to uh, another round and, and uh, breaking it down with you again next week. As always, Dan. I mean, I'm going to have to fill you in on some uh, scores the, uh, since you're uh, covering the uh, mission game. Hey, I would uh, I would love it, and uh, I appreciate it. And um, so, good luck to all the teams. Even uh, we uh, we you know we just uh, I personally I'm just looking for you know just been excited to, to watch some great competition. I think there'll be some great competition. So, good luck to all the teams, and uh, thanks again. And we will talk to you guys next week on the True League Football Podcast. 